Haynes' newest subdivision development gets another green light. Plans for a land swap solution for victims of the Beach Road landslide move forward, plus Alaska votes on Tuesday. And Skagway police, along with federal agents, arrest a seasonal worker during a drug sting operation. It's the KHNS Local News. I'm Mike Swayze. Those stories are up next. The Department of Natural Resources held a meeting in Haines this week to discuss land swap options for those affected by the Beach Road landslide in 2020. A major subdivision's progress continues and voters head to the polls on Tuesday. I spoke with Borough Manager Annette Kreitzer for the latest from Haines. Borough Manager Annette Kreitzer, thank you for joining us today. We've got lots to talk about in Haines, including the Hilltop Subdivision. Uh, what's the latest development on that uh, building project? So the Hilltop Subdivision is a new subdivision and one that is probably the largest that we've had in a while, 65 lots that are going to be really close to the town site. So if people are working in a town site, they could be within walking distance. On Thursday night, the Planning Commission approved the final preliminary plat, which will allow and actually require the developer to begin construction of streets and water and sewer and do the surveying and monumentation. So it's it's a big step forward. Um, we haven't had a subdivision approved in a while. And any idea as to when these pieces of property will be coming up for sale? No, it, it'll be a process for the developer to go in and do all the work that's required. But as soon as we have an update, we'll be sure to let you know. Moving on, DNR came in and talked about some land swap options for Beach Road residents who lost property during the big landslide in 2020. What kind of options are there? Well, they're stymied by the current statute. There are a lot of criteria here. There has to have been a residence or a commercial improvement on the property. A vacant lot will not qualify for a land swap. There isn't any land in the borough, state land in the borough, for DNR to be able to swap. So if you were affected by the landslide, you're going to be looking at land in Prince of Wales and up north. And some of the land we've looked at is in unpopulated areas and some is in you know some populated areas but it's fairly scattered and definitely not near Haynesboro. Once they do a preliminary determination that's expected in between 30 and 60 days once they do that then the clock starts for the applicants to apply though and that's what people need to know that applicants will then have 30 days to apply for a land swap. And then they would be able to own that new piece of property outright and then could sell that and try and buy something in Haines if they wanted to stay. That's absolutely correct. And finally, we've got a statewide election coming up on Tuesday. It's a primary election, but it's a two-sided ballot. So can you kind of help me understand better what the two ballots are about? Sure. And it's interesting because... There's been a bit of confusion about whether or not there's ranked choice voting in this election. And there is on one side of the ballot, because remember, we're electing someone to fill out the rest of former Congressman Don Young's term. So this person would serve once the election is certified until the end of his term, January 3rd, 2023. So this is just that temporary filling of the position. And that is a ranked choice voting procedure. And so you'll see there the names of Mary Paltola, Nick Begich, Sarah Palin, and a space for a write-in, but you must rank those. On the other side of the ballot, you have the primary election. This is what you would normally expect for a primary. You're voting for 
your state representative, your state senator, your governor, lieutenant governor, your United States representative, and your United States senator. And we are doing absentee in-person voting here at the administration building on Monday. But then voting on Tuesday, folks have to go to their normal places of voting, which would be the A&B Hall or Clahini Fire Hall. Haynesboro Manager Annette Kreitzer, thank you for joining us today and uh, filling us in on the latest in Haynes. It's always a pleasure. On August 10th, Skagway police, along with federal officers from the Southeast Alaska Cities Against Drugs Task Force, arrested a seasonal worker at his residence on the Dye Road. The suspect was apprehended without struggle after attempting to discard illicit substances by flushing them down the toilet. I spoke with Skagway Police Chief J.J. Reddick about the arrest. Skagway Police Chief J.J. Reddick, thanks for joining us today. There was an operation, a sort of sting set up in Skagway on Wednesday. And can you tell us what happened with that operation? Uh, yes, we had a operation that was brought forth by the Southeast Alaska Cities Against Drugs, the CCAD Task Force, which is for all of Southeast Alaska. They had intercepted a package in Juneau that was meant to come to Skagway for a seasonal resident that was living here. And what was in the package? It contained 29 gross grams of cocaine and 59 gross grams of psilocybin mushrooms. Okay, and so both of those are controlled substances. Are they Schedule 1 substances? The cocaine should be a Class 2, I believe, and then the psilocybin will be a Class 5. And what sort of penalties come with those sorts of amounts? So with the two different charges, we've got one that's a misconduct involving controlled substance in the third degree, which is a Class B felony, which could potentially hold a sentence of 10 years. And then the misconduct involving controlled substance in the fifth degree is a Class A misdemeanor, and that's up to a year in jail. How did this package become suspicious? What tipped off the authorities that are part of uh, the CCAD task force? So with the CCAD task force, it's an ongoing continued investigation for all of Southeast. We've had lots of drug intel coming in both to us, to them. They've been working all over the Southeast. But as we gain drug intel here, both from our anonymous tip lines and people calling in just drug tips, I'm able to feed information to CCAD and with the cooperation of all parties involved, we have Coast Guard, we have FBI, DEA, the state troopers, investigators with the Postal Service. We are able to utilize several different databases that we can put names into and start watching for suspicious packages, suspicious travel, anything like that that can potentially lead to further investigation, which is what happened in this case. As we feed information, they start watching, and this package was actually found in Juneau on its way here, and they followed it through to here to do a controlled delivery. And what do you mean by a controlled delivery? So the CCAD task force would take the drugs from the package after obtaining a search warrant. Then they will put a sample of said drugs in there, and then they would package it back up and do a controlled delivery to the recipient. So that means allowing it to go to, let's say in Skagway, everything's delivered by P.O. box. So it allowed that to go to the accused individual's P.O. box. They picked it up and then were apprehended. 
That is correct. So it was placed into a post office box here and then direct observation of the individual coming to the post office, picking up the package and leaving with it. And do we know the name of the individual? Is that public information at this point? So the package was picked up by a 25-year-old Arizona resident by the name of David Patterson. And he is a Skagway seasonal employee? That is correct. And uh, is he being held at this point? Currently, he is being detained in our holding facility on a $2,500 bond. And is there a court date set for him to mount a defense? It will be later this month. I believe it is August 19th. Skagway Police Chief J.J. Reddick, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. For KHNS News, I'm Mike Swayze. Thanks for joining us. You can listen to and read local news stories online at khns.org. You can also subscribe to KHNS News anywhere you get your podcasts.